Welcome to the Focus and Bloom podcast. Today is the very last episode of season three, and I am going to be talking about 10 things you need to do before you start your photography business. Stick around. This episode is brought to you by Video Marketing for Creators, my very own course where I show you how to put together a plan and a strategy that will help you share your message and give you the confidence you need to show up on video and press record. Visit focusandbloomstudios.com, learn video to get started. That's focusandbloomstudios.com slash learn video. Hola creators, I'm Jessenia Bocaneira, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Focus and Bloom Podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in today, whether this is the first time you're tuning in or you've been a loyal follower since season one last year. Today, I wanted to talk about what I wish I knew when I started my photography business over 10 years ago. And it is the last quarter of the year, and this is the perfect time to start planning and brainstorming and thinking what goals and what intentions you're going to be setting for the new year, whether that means you are starting a new business, whether you've just started, recently started, or you've, you are a seasoned business owner and you're just planning what's next for you for the new year. This is the episode that it's worth listening just because, not that I'm biased, but totally, <laughs> it's really because these are the things that you typically learn along the way that I wish I knew somebody who would have told this to me years ago. I wish I found this information back then. Anyways, you live and you learn, right? So let's just get started to that. Actually, quick reminder, if you like things like this, photography, business inspiration, go ahead and click thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube and go ahead and subscribe to your favorite podcast platform so that you don't miss out any of these episodes. All right, let's go ahead and straight to number one. You want to get into the right mindset from the very beginning, and that means to treat your photography as an actual business. So treat your photography business as a business. When you start out with that correct mindset of seeing this art that you're creating as a business and not a hobby or just simply a side hustle, that is going to change your perspective on how you're going to make decisions, what are you going to be doing next or what you're not going to be doing, or maybe deciding on what should wait for another time or a later period, later season. When you start with this, when you treat your photography business as a business, it really opens up a lot of opportunities for you to like really explore different things and learn a lot of things in the way in which you know, things that will help you not just become a better artist because photography is art, but really a better business owner that provides a really wonderful and amazing and unique customer experience. One of the things that I wish I knew when I started my photography business was to treat it, treat my personal finances separate from my business. I know it seems obvious right now, 
But that was not that obvious to me back then over 10 years ago when I first started my business then in Puerto Rico, where I'm from. I learned this when I first hired a an accountant actually about six, seven years ago when I opened my business in North Carolina, where is where I'm currently based. And once she told me this, it really opened up my, my vision. I'm like, oh, wait, this makes sense. Of course, I need to treat the same way I'm treating my business mindset-wise. I need to treat it actual, action, actionable-wise. I guess this is a word or not. <laughs> you really want to separate your finances from your personal finances from your business finances because this is what's going to help you see, really see what's coming in and what's going out and will help you make more educated decisions when it comes to investing in your business. Another thing to really think about when you are about to start your business is to make sure that you are protecting your business by creating contracts for your services. This is really, really crucial. I actually have contracts for every for all the different services that I offer, whether it is a VIP brand session, or it is a mini session. I have a contract for each of my services, and it's something that you definitely should consider doing as well to protect your business. Another thing that I've used, and it wasn't right from the very beginning, but very close on, was a CRM or a client relationship management. This is an application. It's a software. There are several out there, and this is what will help you really stay very organized in keeping track of your your contracts, your uh, payments, any emails, and many more options uh, that you can think of when it comes to really building a platform to run your business. It, this also will help you automize a lot of the processes that you do, whether it is from taking in leads to following up somewhere along the line of a pipeline of work. So for example, you're a wedding photographer, there are several things that you want to consider from getting that lead to actually following up and scheduling those initial conversations to then later sending proposals to sending contracts and requesting payments, setting payment plans, and then following up with everything else that goes throughout the, the, ex, the client experience. Sending questionnaires are some things that you can use to, you know, this might not be the thing that you want to start with, but definitely something that you want to keep in mind as you're growing your business and, and start doing something early on. Um, I've done, I've used several throughout the years and my favorite is HoneyBook. I love it. I recently changed to HoneyBook just a couple of months ago, and I could not be more pleased with the overall experience from the client perspective, but also from the business side of things. It's very simple, very easy. And if you're really into, like, really interested in figuring more about learning more about HoneyBook, I'm gonna include a link to a referral so that you can check it out later. And it's gonna be in the description box if you're watching here on YouTube, or definitely in the show notes today. Number two, don't worry about what others might say or think about you starting a business, a photography business, any business whatsoever. So I'm going to repeat this for the people in the back. Don't worry about what others might say or think about you starting a business, whether it's a photography business specifically or any business whatsoever. 
People are going to, ha- people have their own thoughts and their opinion. That's perfectly fine. They're, they have the right to have it, but that should not affect what you do or how you feel about starting this business. This business of yours is your baby and you should not be ashamed of it. A friend of mine many years ago, while I was in graduate school for photography, she asked me, what what was I going to do if photography didn't work out? And I told her, simple, photography is my plan A through Z. So that means that if plan A doesn't work, I'm going to try B, C, D, and so on and so forth. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to go like the Greek alphabet when they, in hurricane season, I'm going to start with that then. (laughs) That's my plan and period. I just can't see myself doing something else. And if that's how you feel about starting your business, great, perfect. That's the perfect mindset that you need to go when you go into creating a business. Number three, be open to trying new things and making mistakes. I'm sorry, but I mean, we're not perfect. So you really need to be open to the idea of exploring different aspects of your business, trying different things out to see what works, to see what you like, what you don't like. And in all that process, you're bound to make mistakes because we're not perfect and that's okay. You learn from those mistakes. And I'm here telling you this because I made these mistakes, a lot of these. And yeah, now I'm sharing that with you so that you don't have to <laughs> make the same mistakes I made. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it. Try new things and don't be afraid to fall down. All you need to do is stand back up and keep on going. Number four, and I'm, uh, and I'm a huge advocate for this, make time for education. For me, education is really important, has been very important in my life. And I could not tell you how, I cannot stress how uh, impactful it has been overall in, in not just my personal, uh, my personal life, but really in, in my business as well, in my professional life. So really make time for education. And by education, it doesn't need to be, I'm not saying go and get a bachelor's degree or master's in photography or in this or that. If you want to, go ahead. That's awesome. That's actually what I did. All of my degrees are arts related. I actually have a bachelor's and two masters and all arts related. And I loved every single minute of my college and undergraduate and graduate experience. But that doesn't mean that you have to do this as well. It really depends on what your goals are. It really depends on your personal style of learning. You might be more on the DIY and and just, you know, researching the information that you need to know yourself and doing it yourself and going on YouTube or listening to podcasts or, you know, resources like these that are free. That could actually be the way that you are educating yourself into learning more uh, for your business, for your photography and that's perfectly fine. The, the point is you need education. Again, whether it is going to college or um, purchasing online courses or just going to, you know, Googling and YouTubing everything you need to know. Important thing is education. If you're thinking of upgrading your client experience and keeping your business organized, I highly recommend HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the CRM that I use to manage my business from leads to booking clients, to scheduling meetings, to handling payments, and so much more. Visit today's show notes to get a referral link and a special pricing when you try out HoneyBook. Now back to the show. Number five, huge. And this is a very common pitfall with a lot of starting photographers. Do not stress 
on getting the latest gear available. Don't make the gear it. A lot of people think that they need the most expensive camera to be a great photographer. Newsflash, you can have the most expensive camera and not know how to take a photo. If you don't know how to properly expose the shot, how to use a flash or how, to, how does aperture, shutter speed, ISO work, then you better all start with a more affordable, maybe a used camera, maybe a $300 camera that you can get used online. Start with that. Start building your business. Start building your portfolio with what your budget can afford first and then move forward as you continue learning and growing. Then you decide, okay, now it's time to upgrade. But don't go ahead and spending a whole lot of money from the get-go because it's going to take some time for you to get that return on investment. And, you know, you don't, there's other things in which you can invest your money. So keep that in mind. I actually had a, a friend of mine who, um, he kind of like joked, uh, comparing, comparing his gear with mine. Um, he was saying like, Oh, what camera do you have? I'm like, yeah, I have the Canon. I don't know. T it's a crop sensor T one I or T I like way back. I'm like, Oh, okay. I have like the Canon one D or something. $10,000 camera. Like, wow. I, I sort of felt ashamed that I have this, I had this really cheap camera, but you know what? I'm still taking pictures. I'm still running my business. He's not. So remember, grow into your gear, use the gear that your budget can afford, and then move forward in upgrading based on what you need to do or based on the goals, based on what the type of photography that you're doing. A lot of this, my students ask me this and, you know, I can, I, I'm going to repeat it again. Use or purchase the gear. The best camera that you can buy is the one that your budget can afford, period. And once you're ready to upgrade, I always recommend upgrading lenses first and then the camera body. That's just my thought. You can do a huge, you can really improve the look of your images, even if you're shooting a crop sensor camera or an older camera by just changing and upgrading your lenses. It's gonna make a huge difference. Number six, find your tribe, whether it is locally by going to events or just online. There's so many communities online on Facebook, on Instagram, where you can find your people. And there, you know, these are people who are going through the same steps of growing a business, building a business and a photography business. And they're, you know, they're maybe some of your questions are questions that other people have. And by finding these communities whether in person or online, you'll really find that um, you're going to be feel, feel supported because these are communities where you will feel, feel comfortable asking questions and not feeling self-conscious about maybe asking the wrong question. Number seven, network with other professionals. This has been really important and really helpful for me because you can build great relationships when you are out networking. One of the things that as part of my networking plan I did throughout my college experience was to intern with organizations and business owners who I admire and follow and I felt that I could learn from. So from when I was in college in Puerto Rico doing studying film production, I went ahead and interned at a local TV production company and I really learned a lot and skills that I learned then I'm still applying now 
over 10, 15 years later. And when I was finishing my photography, my photography degree, I went ahead and was so lucky enough to do an internship in North Carolina with Tamara Lackey, which is when I moved to North Carolina from California. So it, I, let me just say, I am so blessed and so grateful for those opportunities because I learned so much. And by watching others do what they do, you learn not just how to do things, but also how maybe you won't approach how maybe you might do things, but in a different way, because you're going to ultimately find your own style. And that's the beauty of it. They would say to me, like, ask me questions, ask as many questions as you can go for it. There's no, there's no wrong in asking questions because they know that you're an intern. They know that you're there to learn. So ask away and find, if you, if you go the route of doing an internship, find somebody that you really feel inspired by, but also somebody that you feel that can really teach you the skills that you are lacking, the skills that you want to learn. And as a photographer, one thing that I remember telling uh, in my interview was I really, you know, I know photography, but I really want to learn the business. And I learned a lot. And I, I learned a lot on photography too, but I really learned about a lot about business and that was crucial for me. So um, yeah, network. If you can do an internship, it's really priceless. Number eight, and this is a, a big mistake that I made early on, don't waste money in advertising agencies. It's a lot. It's not cheap. It's a lot of money, a lot of thousand, several thousand dollars. And if you're just starting out, this is not the right way for you to invest in your business, especially when you're starting out. Later on, if you think this is the route that you need to do to market your business, perfectly fine. I'm not saying that these agencies or businesses are not worth it. They are. They totally are. But it's you want to do this at the right time in your business. When you're starting out, there's several other expenses that are more important for you to have than investing a lot of money in advertising. Besides, there are other ways in which you can advertise for free. Social media is one of them, but that's not the only one. So just be open to trying new things and see what work, works out for you best, especially as you're starting out. Number nine, invest on a website and business cards. Nowadays, it's more, it's really important to have not just a regular print portfolio, but really a digital portfolio is crucial in these times because it's quick, it's accessible. You don't have to drag your book, your portfolio book everywhere. It's really quick that just having a digital portfolio. And the cool thing about it is that there are a lot of options where you can either for free or for pretty affordable amount of monthly pricing, you can host and create your website and it can look beautiful without really knowing a lot of coding or anything. And then the next one was having your business card. I mean, that's essential and you can hand them out at events whenever we get back to being able to do really bigger events. So these are two marketing things that you can invest early on to pr help promote your business and showcase your work. Speaking of showcasing your work, that's number 10. Show your work online and be proud of it. All of us start from somewhere and maybe you don't feel 100% confident of what you're putting out there. You know, guess what? Put it out there anyways and see what people think about it. Go to these 
online photography groups and get feedback, get construct, ask for constructive criticism. You can say, hey, just be gentle in your criticism. I want feedback on how I can improve in my work. And people will happily and gladly share their thoughts with you. And that's how you learn. And that's actually really a great, really, really great way for you to, to gauge how you're doing, engage what, how people perceive your work. So again, show your work and be proud of what you're putting out. And you'll know that the more you shoot, the more you practice, you're going to be seeing some huge improvements in the art that you're creating. So before we wrap this up, let me just go through them all again. Number one, get in the right mindset. Number two, don't worry about what others might think or say about you starting a business. Number three, be open to trying new things. Number four, make time for education. Number five, don't stress about getting the perfect and the most latest, uh, coolest gear out there. Number six, find your tribe. Number seven, network with other professionals. Number eight, don't waste money in advertising yet as you're starting out. Number nine, invest in a website and business cards. And number 10, show your work and be proud of it. I actually have a bonus one. And this one I learned from when I was working in high school at a restaurant, our manager would continuously say that when rush hour comes, make sure to prioritize on what's most important. And I'm going to tell the same thing to you. There's many things that you need to do when it comes to starting a business and running a business. All you need to do is prioritize. So maybe you are currently working a nine to five and you, building this business is your side hustle and you only have very few hours during the week. Perfect. That's fine. Prioritize on what is most important and each action that you take day by day is going to take you one step closer to your goal. If you like today's podcast episode, go ahead and click subscribe and click thumbs up. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast, what topics you like to learn or what topics you like me to um, talk about in the next season. And don't forget to check out today's show notes, focusandbloomstudios.com slash show notes to check out all of my favorite business tools. I'm going to be sharing several links there that you can, of things that I constantly use for me to run my day-to-day -day business. So check those out and I will see you next season. Take care and stay creative. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.